Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Praise the Lord. It's great to be back with you folks this morning and with these songs in the night as we move on in our psalms. And we're in Psalm number 104. And with me, as always, is my friend, my cohort in crime, Stephanie Wesco. And uh, Stephanie, was we were all together. We were you all are. together for a whole week. And and now I'm back. And I'm a little sad, Stephanie. I'm missing the kids. I'm missing you. I mean, uh, anything going on with you? Are you a little bit sad that we had to leave? it's like I never like it when I you know people I love come to visit and then they leave I was sort of a soggy mess yeah yeah me too and uh so I had to fly out of South Bend the plane was about as big as your transit minivan I think your minivan may be a little bigger in actual space wow that's crazy oh man it it, it was more messed up than a soup sandwich I'm telling you but (laughs) Here we are. So we're in Psalm 104, and I think Psalm 104 is pretty cool. Uh, it's, it's you know, most call it a hymn. Now, is this one of these that you sang as a young girl? or? I don't think so. I was reading through this psalm, and I don't think this is one that I remember at least yeah. singing from. Yeah, and we think Paul quoted this psalm, the apostle over there in Acts 17, and uh and, you know, you know how I love preaching on Acts 17, all Acts. I love Acts 13 and Antioch there and those guys. And, uh, uh, you know, we, we don't, though we don't know the writer, we know that he had Genesis 1 in mind. We know that he had uh, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in mind. We know there's a lot going on here. And, uh, but we got to start out with our segment, You Might Be a Knucklehead If. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and take turn number one because I don't want to lay this real quickly on Stephanie here out of nowhere, but you know, you might be a knucklehead if you decide to stay at home and not go to work because you think you can get more unemployment. I don't know. It had to be said. It did have to be said. Go to work. Cut it out. You know, the Bible doesn't say anything about laying on the couch and watching reruns of NCIS. You know, it's time to go to work everywhere. So we load the West goes up. So it's Debbie and I, it's Stephanie, the West goes where we're dri- so we were going to go to Culver's twice. First time, Stephanie, was, she shut it down. You know, she wasn't feeling great. So she walked over to me, and the first word I heard was so. You know how someone says so, comma. They don't say comma, but you know it's there. And there's going <laughs> to there's gonna be a breath. It's like so. <sighs> I'm just not feeling great. So maybe we can go to Culver's and get the ice cream to go. And I'm like, in, inside of me, I'm like, What's this all about? We need to go to Culver's, sit down, jam down a butter burger. Something bad is going on here. But I, you know, I went with it. I didn't say anything. I just went and bought a ton of ice cream over there at Kroger's and uh, Owens, whatever you call that place. I think it's called Kroger now. Yeah. And man, Emmy wanted mint chocolate chip and one of them wanted, I don't even remember the flavors we got. We got like an orange dreamsicle. We got vanilla. We got mint chocolate chip and I'm missing a flavor. Uh, that one of the kids wanted. Was it cookie dough? I don't know. Uh, yeah, cookie 
team. I can't remember. It's all gone now, too. Yeah. The ice cream's all gone? Holy cow. Yeah, but anyway. Last time I looked in the freezer for other food, I didn't see any ice cream in there, so I think it's gone. I think it's gone. I, I got to believe that, my friend. But anyway, so we, we brought home ice cream. Then on, I think it was Monday night, maybe Tuesday, Tuesday night, I said, you know, who wants to go to Culver's? Uh, and, man, those kids loaded in the car. Daniel had a little bit of a, I, I detected a little bit of an attitude with Culver's. Uh, <laughs> I did, I, just a little bit. So we go to Culver's, and nobody will go to work there. Uh, because they want to stay home and lay on their couch and get unemployment. So you can only go through the drive-thru. We couldn't go inside and experience the magnificence of a Culver's dining room because people but, won't get off their couch. Yeah, but we started fun in the car. I do agree, though. The whole thing of when a, when a restaurant can't find. Yeah. Just, I mean, how hard of a job is that? That is pretty pathetic. But as an encouragement to all Warsaw residents, Daniel and Charles, Really, 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 really are hoping they can get a job there soon. So, And I think, and listen, if you folks at Culver's are listening over there in Warsaw, Indiana, or is that Winona Lake? Is that Warsaw or Winona Lake? I don't even know. It's Warsaw. If you folks who run Culver's over there in Warsaw, Indiana, out there on 30, you know, get right. Hire, hire the Wesco boys. So here we are. So, Okay. Food that's right with God. I'm going to cover that today too. So Stephanie, be ready for tomorrow. But uh, okay, Stephanie's I'm... lemon pepper chicken is right with God. So at the last minute, so see Stephanie was bailing out of making the chicken too. I, I'm just going to be upfront with you. There was some bad juju going on with food and stuff. It was later in the day. We were tired. Uh, that was evening after a full day of church, going to the park, ending yeah. up doing a counseling session. I didn't plan on for two hours. It sort of left me tired. But, the, all my, but, 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 but the chicken was right with God. So anyway, we, we had the chicken anyway. I, I, that particular time, cause we didn't have to leave and go to Culver's or do anything like that. I'm like, please, can we have the chicken, man? I don't, I don't want to do anything else. And uh, we, and bailed the kids out. They were going to eat leftovers. You know, Stephanie was looking a little bit. Under the spell of negativity when we were making that chicken. But let me tell you, if we, we. No, I wasn't negative. I was focused. You have to go into focus mode when it's 7 o'clock and you're starting meal from scratch. That chicken, <laughs> I ate two pieces. I watched one of the kids ate three pieces. They were quarter chickens. They were a leg and a thigh and they were big. And, and I'm glad those chickens gave their life for that night because it made a difference in my life. So food that's right with God is Stephanie's lemon chicken. No recipe needed. Go to Sam's Club, buy the biggest lemon pepper uh, shaker, whatever you can find. Throw it all over. Wipe down your chicken. Make them fit. Get rid of the fat off the chicken. Leave the skin on it. Put that stuff on there so it, it looks like it snowed on top of them. Lemon powder season it. Put them in the oven at 450 degrees. Bring those bad boys up to about 170 internal temperature. Pull them out. You're going to eat them. Your lips are going to burn. You're going to love God. Psalm 104. <laughs> I ate two. Almost ate three, but someone else. I'm I not, not going to name I her kids, but one of them I ate three. I think Samuel ate like three. That kid was piling it. I was Daniel, like I, yeah, I think Daniel did too. I think there were several, several people who were happy that we didn't go after leftovers. I 
they, yes, you, you made a difference in my kids' lives, and I'm very thankful for that. So we've eaten up more than a third of this podcast. Boy, this is hard getting going this morning and talking about food. But listen, folks, you need food out there. Go to Culver's, <laughs> get a double butter burger with cheese, and make sure you do it the butter burger way. I mean, lettuce, tomato, mayo, ketchup, throw it on there. It's good. But anyway, we're in Psalm 104. We continue to move on with Psalms of the Night. And, uh, boy, I like their strawberry shake. They don't play around there. They, they don't put any artificial flavor in there. They put strawberries in their shake, thus creating the term strawberry shake. And uh, <laughs> so we're in Psalm 104. There's a lot going on in Psalm 104. It's called, uh, one, of the, one of the authors I studied called it a magnificent hymn uh, for the glory of our creator. And that's what we're all about. Friends, today, can I tell you something? Our life should be all about bringing glory honor and glory to our creator. Our life should be all about a picture of God. Our life should be all about what we can do for God. And we're in Psalm 104, and we realized real quickly as we reviewed this this morning that there was no way we were going to get through the whole Psalm 104. We think it's going to take us a few tries. But here we are in Psalm 104, starting in verse 1, and I want you to know that we're on a 332nd podcast Five days a week, we're about a year and four months into this bad boy. God has been so good to us, and we praise him for that. But the psalmist says, Bless the Lord, O my soul. O Lord, my God, thou art very great. Thou art clothed with honor and mercy, who coverest thyself with light as with a garment, who stretchest out the heavens like a curtain, who layeth the beams of his chambers in the waters, who maketh the clouds of his chariot, who walketh upon the wings of the wind, who maketh his angels spirits, his ministries of flaming fire, who laid the foundations of the earth, that it should not be removed forever. Thou coverest it with the deep, as with a garment, the water stood above the mountains. At the rebuke they fled, at the voice of thy thunder they hasted away. They go up by the mountains, they go down by the valleys unto the place which thou hast founded for them. Thou hast set a bound that may not pass over, but they turned not again to cover the earth. Wow, it is a hymn. It is magnificent. Mm -hmm. It is talking about God's glory. It's changing things. It's talking about what happened, the covering of the mountains, all these different things that it opens, you know, I think right away there's a description here of a king that's so great, that's so wonderful, that he wears light for a robe. I don't know about you, but that's my king, Stephanie. I mean, what do you think in there as we were reading? What's coming to your mind? Well, the thing, you know, it, it is, it's an incredible thing when you read, thou art clothed with honor and majesty. And um, this, it's an incredible term because, in a lot of ways, what we wear identifies who we are. It says a lot about us. It makes a statement to the world. And, and we know the whole thing of God sees the inside, man only sees the outside. But as a Christian, we're to be reflecting on the outside who we are on the inside. Yeah. And the same way God does, who God is, his very character is reflected in this beautiful picture where David says thou art clothed with honor and majesty and then talks about being covered with light as with a garment. And, you know, throughout scripture, we see descriptions of Jesus. We see descriptions in revelation of him sitting on his throne in the light and the majesty that's there. And 
it, it's a beautiful, overwhelming picture. Um, I, I think it's very humbling, but at the same time, it challenges me because this God of the universe, when I trusted him to be my savior, he came and dwells in me. His spirit is in me. Me too. Praise and, God. Yes. And are, am I reflecting the Lord Jesus? Am I reflecting the God of heaven, his honor and his majesty? Is it shining through me? Is my countenance radiating the joy of Christ, the fruit that those that fruit of the Spirit, which is not something I can muster up. It's Jesus Christ in me, shining through me. Is the world seeing that? Wherever I go, are people saying there's something really different about her? She shows Jesus in her countenance, in her clothing, and everything about her. There's something different. And not that we want to be different in a weird sense, okay? It's like don't try to look like the sore thumb. Don't look look presentable, look, um, there's that sense of honor and dignity that should be in our clothing. Don't go around looking like you're wearing a bag, you know, a rag bag full of holes, look presentable, look the best you can, not for you, but because you're to be reflecting that honor and majesty. That's, that's just what's popping out to me as we go into this chapter. Yeah. And that's some pretty good stuff to pop out. And, and let me just say this to, you know, I see people all the time trying to, to figure out how they should dress. You know, there's pants down around their buttocks somewhere and stuff. <laughs> Stop it. You know, listen, we're not judging you. You want to wear this or wear that, wear it. But at least wear it so it fits. Things should, right. things shouldn't be hanging out anywhere. That's really not what this psalm is about. But Stephanie got us going in this area this morning, so I feel like we should talk about it. Uh, <laughs> Let's get back to the Let's get back to focusing. Yeah, on because God. before you know it, we're going to be talking about not going to Walmart after ten o'clock at night again, and, and it's just going to keep getting worse. And uh, so we, we should probably leave it alone. But look at these first few verses. Bless the Lord, O my soul, O Lord my God. Thou art very great. Thou art clothed with honor and majesty. There's nothing better than to be clothed with than honor and majesty. You know, we're missing honor in today's society, Stephanie. And the reason we're missing honor in today's society is because we're missing God in today's society. That's and right. we got to understand that God is the highest majesty. God is the highest king. He alone is worthy of our service. He alone is worthy of our praise. He alone is worthy of our worship. So this morning, no matter where you're at, no matter what you're going through, stop and recognize the majesty of the one, uh, the true living God, the three in one, who covers thyself with light as with a garment, who stretches out the heaven like a curtain, who layeth the beams of his chambers in the waters, who maketh the clouds his chariot, who walketh upon the wings of the wind, and talking about nature and God's in control of all nature. Now, we're nine days in a row without rain here in South Carolina. That's what I'm being told, nine days without rain. So, uh, But God is in control of all that. You know, I'm looking around at lawns and stuff, and People are starting to turn on the water, but they're telling us rain is coming. God's in control, who maketh his angels spirits, his ministers, a flaming fire. And, uh, man, I want to be a flaming fire for God. Stephanie's a flaming fire for God as she works with these ladies, works with these different people, helps us here on this podcast, who laid the foundations of earth that it should not be removed forever. And the truth is, nobody has dominion over earth. Earth's staying as long as God wants earth to stay. And we know that's a long time because we know we're going to reign on earth with God. So if we're saved, so no matter what your situation is today, if you're pouting or shouting or running or walking or in a wheelchair or in bed, 
We're going to come back. If you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, we'll be back in this world. Where are we going to be living, Stephanie? Wow. We have the New Jerusalem to look forward to. We have that that beautiful, that there's some, sometimes I can't even comprehend it, but the, the concept of always living in the light of the Lamb. Oh, that man. will be where is in his light, in his dwelling place. You know, Praise Jesus talked John 14, go to prepare a place for you. That's where we're going to dwell is in that dwelling place with our Lord. If it were not so, I'd tell you. He's going. He's he's there preparing a place for us. I hope, you know what I hope, Stephanie? First of Charles all, I hope, we're, him. I hope we're neighbors, you know? I hope so, too. And I, I want to have like a Bojangles a right there next to me, too. I want to have fried chicken because I have a feeling... <laughs> That a <laughs> celestial body, you know, I want to have fried chicken. I want their mashed potatoes and great. And, you know, I don't know if married people are even going to be married. It's more about serving God. We're all going to know each other. And uh, wouldn't it be fun just to all be able to get together and talk about the things we did? And you know we're going to do that. We're not going to not hang out because the Bible says we're going to know each other. So we're going to be hanging out. We're going to be having a good time. And... Uh, and it says, thou coverest it with deep as with a garment. The water stood above the mountain. So we remember the flood, don't we? And uh, re- can you imagine being part of that flood? Uh, man, him out there telling people, you better get in a boat. At the rebuke, they fled. At the voice of thy thunder, they hasted away. They go up by the mountains. They go down by the valleys unto the place which thou hast founded for them. Thou hast set a bound that may not pass over and I like this. They may not pass. I'm all right. Over. And they turn not again to cover the earth. They don't do it. They don't pass over. They don't do it. So God has laid the foundations of the earth, Stephanie. God has put everything into place for us. We we enjoy the this beautiful earth. And Stephanie was just saying we went to a little lake in her town. And you know, a very nice lake. It's not my favorite in town, though. I, I like Winona Lake a little better, I think. But she's got three big lakes in her town where she lives. Very beautiful. And, man, God created all those little things there. These kids were bringing back these freshwater stuff, and these kids were bringing back these freshwater shells. That's God. You know, maybe sometimes when we're in the middle of our PTSD craziness, we're in the middle of having a bad day, we're in the middle of trying to deal with somebody with PTSD, we're in the middle of trying to deal with ourselves, or our lives are upside down, or everything's going bad, we maybe a little bit of nature and looking around and saying, look what God did. Maybe that'll help us, Stephanie. What do you think? Yeah, I think, um, I know we talked about this when we, when you were here and we were walking, but sometimes taking a walk, you know, just, just getting your mind off of all the other stuff, focusing on who God is, um, this morning while I was walking, just listening, you know, watching the sun come up, listening to the birds chirp, praying, um, saying hi, saying hi to the lady that I kept passing walking, (laughs) um, Love her, man. She's nice. Just, she is. And just just taking time to meditate on who the Lord was this morning, it helped me. Um, it's it's There's something just special about taking that time to be still and know that God is God. And I think that's one of the reasons the Lord challenges us to do that in Psalms, because there is a lot of noise. We live in a very noisy world, and I don't mean just spiritually. I mean, it, there's noise. You know, it's just— It's literal. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's and and to take that time where it's quiet, and focus on who the Lord is, and to focus on Psalms like this. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of that hymn in the garden. Mm-hmm. 
You know, when we go out in those walks in the early morning and, and uh, we need to go out in the garden with God, he's with us yeah. and just walk with him and talk with him. And I think Stephanie should close this bad boy down singing that chorus. You got that committed to memory? Sure. I think it's a public song too. So we got no, oh, yeah. no worries there. Well, why don't you close us down with singing that uh, chorus? And he walks with me, and he talks with me, and he tells me I am his own. And the joy we share as we tarry there, none other has ever known. Friends, if you want that walk in the garden, take it in the morning, pray to them, love them. Hey, listen, today you got to make a decision. Make a decision that today you're going to live for God, that you're going to look out for that spouse, that boyfriend, that girlfriend, whatever the case may be, that your kids, they're going to be in the number one position. Listen, we love you, folks. We're honored to serve with you. We're honored to have this little bit of time with you on the radio, but uh, we look forward to talking to you tomorrow. We're going to continue on with Psalm 104. May God bless you. We sure do love you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth, and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.